What's up, guys? Welcome to Nuance and Nonsense. This episode, uh, we don't have a guest. It's just gonna be me and Shaney. We have some. We have to catch you up on some things. So. It's gonna be. It's, yeah, it's gonna be uh, me and Shaney, and um, we're just gonna catch you up on a couple things, like our move to Los Angeles. We're in this new house uh, that we live in now, and um, yeah. So, um, do you want to talk about that first? Yeah. So. I'm from Illinois, but I've lived in St. Louis area since 2016 when I graduated from college. I got an internship in St. Louis, and then I've just had my career there ever since. Um, my career is in marketing, so I really couldn't live back where I'm from, um, which is a really small town. There's not a lot of like marketing uh, Not a lot of markets. <laughs> not, it's a not, a markets, <laughs> not a lot of marketing not a lot of marketing opportunities um and then sam is originally from los angeles and he went to college in st louis at wash u and then when he graduated he decided to just stay because i was there and i think also he just really loved st louis and um we wanted to just save money and work on things like our podcast and um, focus on that and then but we've always wanted to live in California his family's from here I really wanted to live here because of the weather I get really bad winter blues especially during this pandemic was really hard because you know you no one's doing anything you can't meet up with your friends really much anymore you can't go to restaurants there's not anything really going on so you're just and like during the summer and the spring, I stayed sane because I would go on like long walks or we would like go on hikes. Um, but with the winter, it's too cold to do that. So it was really hard on me. And then we had this really great opportunity to live in this house with um, a friend of Sam's and we would have been stupid to not um, do it. So we're here. Yep. And, um, Part of us moving here was to kind of change things up, and um, you, there's going to be some some interruptions because we have four dogs. We're watching four dogs. Um, we have both of our dogs, and then we have our our roommates. Uh, they have two dogs, and they're out of town right now. But um, yeah, part of us moving here was also I think um, to like I said, take a leap of faith and kind of change things up. So I took a new job where I'm working for a tech company, then but it's fully remote, but doing that here and Shaney. Uh, which Silicon is more exciting. Valley startup. Which is, which I think is more exciting, is um, going to be focusing on kind of her own brand and, and her own marketing consulting and some photography and um, some, some cool stuff. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're doing now. And there's um, a lot of opportunity here for like both of our fields yeah. that we're in. Like, I mean, I was kind of joking before, but it, like literally, it's a market. You know, like it's a, there's a huge market. Where, for whatever, if, if you want to do wedding photography, there's way more people having weddings and wanting to pay for photographers here than, you know, St. St. Louis even, but Carthage especially, um, which is where Shane's from. But um, yeah, so so we just got here less than two weeks ago, um, but we're really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Where we live is really awesome because it feels very residential, which I like. I don't like 
living on like a commercial street with too much commotion. But at the same time, I want to be not too far from all of that. And we literally live like five minutes from anything you could imagine. My favorite place to eat is Cheesecake Factory. And we live like five minutes from a Cheesecake Factory. So that is not good for us because we pig out and we eat like tons of bread. And then he gets like this huge plate of nachos. Like one time. Um, they have really good nachos right now. This if anyone doesn't know, Cheesecake Factory is the best nachos. Like, I love nachos, and I get them so many. I get them at all the Mexican places and stuff, but they're way better at cheesecake. Do you want to tell them the story of me and the waitress and the nachos? <laughs> no. I mean, what, what did, did she thought that I just wanted that? No. I They, like, brought them out, and I go, I, like, forgot oh, oh. that someone was even at our table, and I go, holy shit because the plate is like this big and i yeah. knew it was just like his appetizer and she like thought it was the funniest thing ever i like made her day yeah yeah <laughs> that was so genuine <laughs> um yeah we, we live in a cool space we could just talk about this for a little bit i mean it's, it's interesting if anyone's interested in our lives we live um in los angeles <laughs> i just said the the part of Los Angeles we live in, but Sharon said we should cut it out. I think it's a good idea. Um, and where we live, it's it's a quiet street. It has a, it has a nice little area where I can skateboard. Um, and it's it's close to a freeway. I won't say which one. but um, And we live by the river. Yes, we do. I didn't know if I could say that. But we live by the Isn't LA the river. Isn't the river, like, probably? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, but we live by the LA River. We live on the LA River, actually. Um, and so there's actually, which for anyone who doesn't know, the LA River is, it's not really a river. It's like a concrete channel with like a little, a little stream. So I don't know. We were, but what's really nice about it is it makes more privacy because we don't have neighbors on that side. And then yeah. there's like a dirt path on one side where you can just like walk the dogs or whatever. And then there's like an actual like bike path on the other side where we can skateboard for me I'm like a beginner skateboarder so I have to have a really smooth path um otherwise I might fall because every time I skateboard I fall um and then I love it because there's like this little stepping area over there and I just like do little workouts on the step and I don't know it's a really great place to work out I think yeah. Away from the dogs because when we try to, we have a huge yard, which yes. like is we're so lucky to have because we didn't even have that in St. Louis, like a fenced-in yard for the dogs, and um, for like most people when they think to moving to Los Angeles, they would probably be like, "You're no way you're getting a big yard," and then our first place ever has like such a nice yard, yeah. and that's really what we love most about the house because both of us love being outside and like being able to have to like play with the dogs. It's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We, and we just got really lucky. My friend, uh, Dom's I went to college with, he, uh, he's a really close friend of mine and he basically just is being very lenient with us and, and charging us a very pretty, a pretty cheap rent, I would say for what we're getting. And um, otherwise, we wouldn't be able to just the two of us live in a nice area with a big, with a big 
piece of property because the 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 lot itself is about average, I would say, but the house is pretty small, which I actually like because there's just a lot of outdoor space, and then there's the garage, so where I've been working, and um, yeah, like we said, the and river. And he's gonna redo the garage and make like a movie theater, and so that'll be nice to have that extra space. Yeah. So it's been cool. It's been cool so far. The neighbors it is are, weird. The neighbors all seem really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a very nice family neighborhood, you know. Um, we had an accident the other day where someone left, someone coming over to see um, our roommate, like, didn't fully shut the door to the gate, and three of our dogs, three of our, three of the four dogs got out, and Dylan actually, he has a collar that says his name, but he didn't have our contact information. <laughs> And this lady who knows Dom's because he's super friendly to all the neighbors, she brought him over and was like, is this your dog? And so she was literally just an angel. Like it was, God was watching over us because like, I feel like Sam and I would be crying for weeks, yeah. months, years, maybe <laughs> if anything happened to Dylan. Yeah. Um, and since we live so close to a freeway, too, that could just be really bad. Especially if my dog got out, because I feel like she would just run right in a, like, in a freeway and not... Like, if there was someone trying to get her, she would just run away from them, versus still and super friendly, but... Yeah. So, thank the Lord. He's really helped us through this whole journey and process, and it's been a total God thing that we were able to even do this. Yeah. It has. It, we, we prayed about it and, you know, asked God if it was the right thing to do. And, and I think it, I think it definitely is. It I honestly right always wanted to wait till marriage to move in with someone because there's like the statistic that if you move in together before marriage, you're more, it's more likely to end in a divorce, which is kind of the opposite you would think. And I've talked with, I talked with my preacher when I was, um, in high school about it like why is that and he was like I think it's just because if you are living together his guess is that sometimes if you're doing everything a married couple does like living together then sometimes marriage will feel no different and we're very disposable with our relationships um, in America in this society people tend to just <laughs> I'm laughing at this dog over here He's trying to get it's, it's been spot. it's been hard to film the podcast so far. It's been very hard, but but it's all good. Um, which I didn't know that when you you told me that like, like a while ago, over a year ago, but I I didn't know that. Before and I think me. it's just because like, you know, in our society we're very disposable with just breaking up with people, and in a marriage you can't just do that. Like anytime you're mad at someone, anytime there's a huge challenge. You can't just break up with someone. And if your marriage doesn't feel any different than your dating, then you may act like it's just as disposable. And that's, I mean, that's just his theory. And um, so I was very hesitant to like live with someone before marriage. Um, but we're not ready to get married yet. I mean, we, if we had all the money in the world, we would probably do it. I mean, not now because of the pandemic, but, um, we, 
there's no rush to do that. Um, we're, I really want to focus on my own goals right now. I don't want to be planning a wedding and I know he's the same way. So, um, I think that since we have roommates, I think that live like one day when we live together, it will feel different. Yeah. I mean, it's felt, it's felt different the past two days when they've been gone. It's been nice. Um, but good place we'll do. Yeah. Kind of a deep topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can jump into the other topics. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this first one in tech. So we're going to kind of go through the, our normal topics like we like we used to. Well, we still plan on doing this, but we just lately have had guests for like the past six episodes. For the most part, we want to have guests on, but... We enjoy doing this kind of style as well because yeah. I feel like you can really get to know me and Sam more when we do these podcasts versus yeah. when we have guests, you don't really get to hear and about I, us. And I also think, you know, with a guest, we'll talk about a lot of things about the guests and kind of their world, but a lot of our guests have been like, we talk about their profession. Like with Max, we talked about comedy and we went really deep about comedy. So I kind of like going back to this style because we can kind of, get a little bit of each thing and just discuss it. And if, you know, for the audience, maybe you hear something new or interesting or something you already knew about, but you get our take on it, whatever. So yeah, this first one, tech, it's not news necessarily, but that's not what we do. Um, I, I wanted to talk about this drone scene that I got into. So Shaney, um, for Christmas, got me a camera drone. Um, and it's a, it's a Holy Stone 720 something camera drone. And, um, they basically it's, it's a drone that you fly that has a camera on it, obviously. And these types are made to like take video. And there's another type of drone that's called FPV first person view. That's the one that I was, that I was showing you. Those also have a camera, but you wear, you wear goggles and you you get a first person view of the drone while you're flying it around. So it's, and those are more meant for like, the sport of flying it or racing or something. Um, but yeah, basically it just kind of sparked a little obsession with me uh, once you got it for me and I was flying it every single day and getting really into it. So I still kind of want to buy one of these FPV drones, but um, with the move and everything and start a new job, I. Didn't want to spend extra money on that, but... I just looked up a drone fact, and it's pretty interesting. The drone surface's market size is expected to grow from $4.4 billion in 2018 to $63.6 .6 billion by 2025. And Insider Intelligence predicts consumer drone shipments will hit $29 million by the end of 2021. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It is. Well, I know... Yeah, know, the future is definitely, like, Amazon sending drones for your prime. Yeah, right. And and in certain sports, um, I'm thinking of snowboarding and, and uh, I mean, skateboarding too, but really snowboarding and surfing, surfing especially, drones have completely changed. Uh, <laughs> drones Snoopy. have completely... Yeah, it's the storing dog in the background. If you can hear it, sorry. But, yeah, drones have changed how they can film it, you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Instead of having like somebody on the shore zooming in or like somebody out in the waves like getting bounced around, you can have this perfect shot like right where you need it. I'm really dabbling in like um, 
in photography right now. And my plan is to have a, um, a photography business where I do about 25 weddings a year. And I specifically do like elopement mountain, um, mountains, ocean weddings. And the focus is very landscape driven. Um, and also like editorial style. And I would love, <laughs> this is like, it's not what I buy you a drone, obviously, because there's me would like it, but I would love him to get really good at flying drones, like real photo videography well, drones. And we can use- The granted I am fucking good. <laughs> and we can use the B-roll for like my YouTube, and then also like, he could maybe do that for weddings and stuff once my business gets going. Um, I just think that would be, be really cool. it, Man, I can totally imagine crashing it, though. And, like, can you imagine, like, crashing it on, like, someone's grandma, like, at the <laughs> wedding? <laughs> I don't know if that would happen. There are a lot of drone laws, actually, now, um, where they don't <laughs> let a lot of those professional drones that you would want for wedding yeah. photography or something. They actually, you have to have a pilot's license to fly them, which is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that company, um, what's the main drone company? DGI or something? Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. DGI, I think it is. The main camera drone company, I mean. Um, they make a drone that's the that's DJI. 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 The Magic Mini is like their cheapest one. Yeah, they but they have this one that's like the exact point one gram underneath the size they uh for certain regulations so you can literally fly it anywhere and like you don't have to worry about it because mine i think i think mine if i fl like i can't fly it everywhere i think mm -hmm. but there's they have one that's like a mini a certain yeah whatever the drone stuff is really cool i mean so if anyone if anyone's into technology like me i'm i'm always obsessed with new gadgets you know new software i love all this stuff i geek out about it but the whole drone scene is just very cool, and, sh and Shane got me just a great gift. Because you were asking me what I wanted for Christmas, and I was like, I don't really know. Mm -hmm. Which was kind of, uh, I was just like, I don't know what thing I need. It. But I had told you earlier, like, in the year that I wanted a drone, so you came through on that. And I wanted to get him something fun. You know, a lot of times, there's things that he would need more than a drone, probably. Um, like we really needed pop, we need new podcast mics, and we plan to get them. Um, I gave him fifty dollars for Valentine's Day towards that I want to use towards the podcast mics. <laughs> so that was kind of a selfish Valentine's present. But um, I for Christmas I just wanted it to be completely fun gift, you know, not necessarily something you need. Yeah. So how you want to introduce the music topic? Yeah, so um, this may not be scientifically proven. There's been some studies, but it's definitely not proven, I don't think. There was this TikTok recently, and it was talking about <laughs> XXX Tentacion, and I actually remember this interview, um, because if you didn't know, I'm a huge X fan. Um, not a fan of a lot of his past and stuff, um, but I was a fan of his music before I knew any of that. And I also do, he was very young, I think people can change. 
I think you can separate the person from the art. Um, I will still listen to Michael Jackson music and, you know, he has a lot of allegations. I'm not saying those are true or, or not, but um, there's a lot of messed up artists, like, in the world, even, like, painters, you know? Um, and so that's, like, a whole nother topic is, like, being able to separate the artist from the work. But anyway, um, or the person that they are from their work. I think that he was becoming a better person as he was getting older, you know, he had been through a lot of trauma at a very young age. He talks all about that. And he was starting to do like nonprofit work, really working on himself. Um, and he talked about in his interview with DJ Academics that he doesn't do his, he doesn't make his music at 440 hertz. He instead makes it at, I believe, 432 hertz um, because there are some people that say that it's um, better for the human body. Um, and I was like, this TikTok was go talking about, uh, I think 528 hertz is like the miracle, miracle tone. Um, or that's what the comments were saying. And I started looking into it and a lot of like meditation music is at this tone, but supposedly people think that music at 440 hertz that the radio is, um, plays like separates the two parts of your brain and is like really bad for your body. And, um, that when you play it at these other levels, it's like really harmonious with your body and can make you feel different things. X, you know, he talked about, some of his music, he played with the engineering to where he could make you feel sleepy in a part. He could make you feel relaxed in a part. He could um, make you astro project, he, he said. Um, astral. Astral? Yeah. yeah. Astral project. What so, exactly is that? Um, we don't have to get into that, but I know what it is. I think I've done it. What is it? Just it, like tripping not on drugs? Kind of. It's like you go into a different dimension, basically, with your spirit. <laughs> I've done it. No, no, seriously, I, I have told you that. Yeah, I know. We don't have to explain that. But this thing about the hurts, I, I was bringing up this video that I was editing because I, I was just, I want to see if this is the same thing. When you edit, like when you do like EQ, you know what I'm talking about? Isn't this the hurts? But yeah, sorry, keep talking. I mean, that's really all I had to say. I just think it's super interesting. And um, I think that sometimes science is behind spirituality and healing and a lot of these uh, old, what do you call it? Old um, practices. These older practices that you know, astrology and Chinese medicine. Yeah, this is, this is Hertz. See how it says the Hertz right there? Yeah. So like if it was 528 or whatever, you could turn up the, basically like the, the volume, I guess, of that frequency. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, I just think, you know, a lot of, um, 
I think science is behind sometimes and that we're going to find out. Like, if you look back in the past, we did a lot of stupid things. We used to drain our entire, when we were sick, we would drain our entire bodies of blood because they thought that was like getting the sickness out and then that was killing everyone. And I just think that I'm not saying that we're going to look back and be like, oh my God, the music really was of the devil. It was ruining all of our brains. But I'm just saying, I think there are some things that we do that someday we're going to realize that they weren't that great for us and that um, there's better ways. And I think we need to be open-minded to those ways and try. We're going to realize that Diet Coke is really a health elixir. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of health... Um, Has everybody talked about artificial sweeteners? They don't know what they're talking about. Speaking of health, let's go into that topic. Um, yeah, so I was reading this article. Who's it by again? I want, I want to give you guys a shout out. And we can put the link of the, the article. Man, that's not working. Can you click on that article? Um, basically, it's, a, it's about ketosis. And, um, oh, it looks like the site's down or something. Man, Marty Keller, I want to say is his name. Um, but yeah, it's basically. Very, is it the book? The case no. for keto? Well, he was re- kind of responding to that. Very to- tops. The guy's name is Marty. Why can't I get to his say? It's so weird. Um, the guy's name is Marty, and he has this thing called Nutrition Optimization. Optimizing Nutrition is his company. He was popular kind of in the keto community because he had this. Uh, it's basically a calculator that you would plug your meals into and it would give you the micronutrients. So Marty Kendall. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. Nutritional optimization. So with Mac, so everybody knows macronutrients are, um, protein, fat, and carbs. And the micronutrients are basically everything else. So, so like electrolyte, sodium, potassium, calcium, um, fiber is a micronutrient, um, everything, magnesium, any, uh, vitamin or mineral is a micronutrient. He's big on like getting your micronutrients. So food that's rich in micronutrients, eggs, spinach, broccoli, whatever, uh, beef is red meat in my opinion is like, has the most, but whatever. So he wrote this article responding to Gary Taub, Gary Taub's book, which is, uh, it, Gary Taub's is a proponent of the carbohydrate insulin model of obesity. He's written why we got, why we get fat, um, as well as this new book, the case for keto and a couple other books, good calories, bad calories is one of his famous ones. Basically Gary Taub's asserts, well, he believes that, um, carbohydrates are why we get fat. Is that the book you read in high school? Yeah. This guy, Marty, he wrote a really good article. It was a somewhat of a criticism of Gary Taub's book as well as his ideas uh, in general. But it was, it was a really good article. And I wanted to just point out one part of this article, but I'll put the link below. Maybe his website's going uh, maybe the government under construction. Want us to see <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. Um, but basically he was talking about how in the keto community, 
people will act like, oh, it's all about being in ketosis. Um, and then like, that's like a sign of health. And like, that's what you have to, if you want to lose weight or be the most focused or whatever, you have to be in ketosis as much as possible. Um, and he basically was breaking down why that's not necessarily the case and that there's two different types of ketosis. So he talks about endogenous ketosis versus exogenous. And why so, does everything have to be so difficult? <laughs> so, you know, endo is like in, exogenous is outside. Basically, endogenous ketosis is when you burn, your, your body's running off of the fat stored in your body, which is good for most people. Like, you wanna, if, you wanna, if you're trying to lose weight. Be good for me. Yeah, and a lot of people have fatty liver, which yeah. isn't always like you do see it a lot with alcoholics, but a lot of just American diets we have fatty liver, and so when you're in that kind of ketosis, it starts um, using the fat around your liver and your different organs, and it makes you way healthier, makes you less bloated, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and and. Um... So that would be, yeah, that would be good for most, most people. I mean, most people in America are obese, but um, exogenous is from dietary fat or ketone supplements. So, you know, like I can eat a day of keto like I did yesterday, but I ate so much that it's like, okay, I'm probably exogenous ketosis because I'm eating a lot of cheese and, you know, cream and keto ice cream and like a lot of this stuff and I probably wasn't burning my own body fat, you know, but I'm still in ketosis. It's so, not necessarily a good thing. So is the way you do it to get into the good kind of ketosis, is it OMAD or fasting? Is that what you need to do? Pair that with ketosis? No, I mean, you could be at a calorie deficit, but, but also, um, yeah, I think, I think the way you made it sound is like you have a little bit of ketosis that happens just when you're in a calorie deficit, but but if you're if you're eating a ketogenic diet and in a calorie deficit, your body is burning like pure fat throughout the day, pretty much, pretty much only fat, you know. Um, whereas if you're burning sugar, if you're eating carbs and you're, your body's burning sugar for like most of the day, but then it's also burning some of your stored fat. He wasn't. He was not even saying like ketosis is like the end all be all. He was just pointing out this difference, and I thought it was interesting because it's true. You see, like. Like people do the bulletproof coffee and they, you know, they just chug butter and they like put ketone supplements when in reality, like, you know, it's not necessarily that important to be in ketosis. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of it though. I can tell the difference with me. It's important to me, but I just thought it was a good thing to bring up. So, um, yeah. How about we jump into fashion? I like this part, the minimalism. You have less clothes than me? Yes. I don't know if that's... Go look in that closet, and I know you have more clothes in your closet than me, and if you go in the car, you have a bunch of clothes in there. And so I know that Sam now has more clothes than me because when I... I lived by myself, and I had four closets. And I haven't bought fast fashion in two years, so a lot of it was just clothes I've had for a long time that I... Try to make and she has so little clothes that she's wearing two of my pieces right now. <laughs> yeah. I literally have no clothes now, so I just wear Sam's clothes every day. I'm wearing his sweats and his jacket. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I've like the last two years I've not done fast fashion and just tried to do like thrifting and renting and make the most of the clothes that I do have because I have a lot of them. So I didn't really need to buy more. That was kind of the whole reason I quit fast fashion is I realized like I have way too many clothes. Um, and I just think it's horrible and wasteful. And so then moving to California, we only took our car. So he drove his car, I drove my car. So I had to fit my entire, like my huge standing desk, my chair, um, and then everything I own plus Layla in my car. And um, so it really made us, I had to like th throw away things last minute that I did not want to throw away. Like my really nice vacuum that um, picks up really like dog hair really well. I had like, we just didn't have room at the end. You know, we got rid of so much stuff, but then when we went to pack the car, there just wasn't room for a lot of stuff and I had to throw yeah. so much away. Um, and I wish I would have. And give away. I mean, I think, I think most of the clothes we either sold or gave away. Yeah, I always, I went through and made sure it was like giveable because a lot of my clothes have like holes and stuff in them because I chew on my sleeves when I'm focusing. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, minimalism is great because... I really do feel like at least Dom's not necessarily... He's far from a minimalist, I would say. He's got a lot of doodads everywhere. But, um, so I don't necessarily in the living room feel better because there's no minimalism going on here. But in my bedroom, I feel really good. Yeah. Yeah, and you did a really great job, like, organizing the bedroom, and it's, it's great. Um, yeah, minimalism, you do less and you get more, because you get more. And Sam has a whole podcast on it. Go check it out. What's it yeah. called? Levers. Levers. Two other men, and I think they're both um, bachelors. Uh, isn't that what you call uh, it? Oh, like, I thought you meant bachelor's degree, like that. No. Don't you call it bachelors yeah. when they're single? Like yeah. a bachelor pad? Yeah. I think they're both single and looking, so yeah. go check them out. We'll have, we'll have that posted Both wash you grads. Um, we did our first podcast about minimalism and how it's how it's a lever. To, you know, for the same amount of input, you get um, more output, basically. And so Sam, you literally, minimalism, you literally do less, you get more freedom, more optionality in life. Sam has found his own favorite fashion company right now. Yeah, tell I did want to mention that. Fabletics. So it's traditionally, who's the actress who started it? Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Um, and they, He's from California. I, I think recently in the past couple of years, they launched their menswear and it's all activewear, you know, um, but because uh, I because I know they're going hard with the advertisements, at least to me, they were targeting people like me for sure. They were going after me. I think it's Kevin hilarious Hart, that got Kevin Hart to be Sam ambassador. got Fabletics before I got Fabletics because it's yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a girly thing to do is like have this like subscription like active wear, you know. But Sam is super into yeah. So that wear. so they do get you with that. Like it's a subscription, but you can choose not to pay each month. You just have to remember not to pay. So, I don't know, I, I'm good with my calendar and stuff. Like, I haven't paid the past couple months. But, um, yeah, it's literally the best activewear I've ever had. 
it's the best clothes. It's the best clothing I think I've ever. Tell them about your sweats. So there's these sweats. There's these sweats. So they they talk about each of their clothing have different features, like technology, different uh, pieces of technology, and these and these sweats and certain things or sh- maybe a couple shirts. They say it's anti stench or, or anti stink or whatever, and I thought like, oh man, that's whatever. That's probably not true. So you know? let's uh, do an experiment. <laughs> yeah, and um, but these sweatpants are the first off they're the most comfortable sweats. They're not too warm and not they're not too light either like i wear them when i'm out there in the garage and it's like 50 degrees and i'm fine but i wore them skating today when it was like 70 degrees and i was sweating and i was fine um but the sweatpants literally don't don't smell bad and i've worn them for three weeks i'd say straight i just washed them today but maybe two weeks but this i i know it sounds disgusting but um yeah let's maybe do it it's actually not that disgusting i mean with let's jeans do one week you're not supposed okay. to wash your jeans, I know, but but yeah, for all my guys out there who want some great sweatpants, they're called the uh, some great sweatpants. They're called the post stench. the post game jogger. Also, the fit and everything. I mean, they're not like the annoying like super skinny joggers, but they're not you know baggy sweatpants. Like they're just perfect. Just tremendous. And they look good on you. That's good. Yeah, so I love that. Um, our next topic is pop culture and something that I Sam and I watch a lot of videos on YouTube and it's very trendy these days is van life and speaking of our goal to moving to California um, we always kind of were debating between should we move to LA or should we like get an actual place physical location here or should we get a van and just kind of go be live the nomad life um during the winters, probably be in California and warmer states, the, like more in the van because it's safer. Your van breaks down or something. Um, but we still, it's a huge goal of ours. Um, maybe not necessarily like living out of our van. Maybe with it, we hope within the next six months to a year um, to be making more money and be able to maybe get our own place and a van. Um, but maybe we will do the van to save even more money and wait to buy a house or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. we probably can. Yeah. Cause so. Also because we can, too, now. Yeah, because his job is fully I'm remote. remote. I have my own business, so it's flexible. and So we're pretty excited about that opportunity. And if you haven't checked out like YouTube videos on van life, they are just so like addicting and entertaining and yeah. cool yeah every i mean you'll go down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. and that's sure. kind of the reason why we could have go, like rented a u-haul to like bring our stuff but we knew it was a small house we knew dom's had a lot of stuff and like he already had a bed for us and a tv for us so it just didn't make sense to bring a ton of stuff into his smaller home that's like already furnished and so we were like well this is a good challenge for us to minimize our stuff to see can I even do van life? Because before I was like, oh, I could not, like, I don't even think I could do that. Yeah, like, I, mean, yeah. I don't even think I could get rid of all my clothes like that. Like, and then we just did. So this kind of helped us realize that we really can minimize down pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's definitely a dream of ours. And I mean, before we have kids, it's kind of now or never or now, or I guess the only other time would be like, 
once we have kids and they're like off to college. <laughs> so Big it's challenge. like now or like 20 years from now. <laughs> well, and I mean, we could get an RV and go on like RV vacations for kids. Yeah. But the, I, there's something about like living, even if it's just for three months, like living like that, I would, I really do want to do it. It will be a challenge with our dogs because I guess there's laws that if you leave your dogs in a vehicle, people can break in to your vehicle in some states to like save the dogs because they might think that they're like overheating and stuff. A lot of these people that have dogs in van life, they have special setups so that the dogs like are in a cool place. They have like special like fans, battery operated fans and like whole like systems. That and with the stealth, and you can't really do the stealth camping as well. What's that mean? Where you're, so certain people will make their vans kind of just look like a very average car. Like it doesn't even look like a cargo, huge cargo van. So then they can do like stealth camping where they'll sleep like on our street, but we wouldn't even know, like on a residential street. We're like an RV, you couldn't do that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but if you have dogs and they're barking every time somebody walks by, it draws more attention, so, you know. But then also, with, with I've, I've been thinking about, I just, well, I just thought of this, but if we went, if we did van life and we had the dogs with us, like, we, we probably wouldn't be that, doing that many things where we'd need to leave them in the car. Yeah. For some If we ever but, wanted to go to a restaurant or go see a movie and, like, just, you know, get away, yeah. we wouldn't really be able to much. Yeah. Um, we would have to find an outdoor dining restaurant that would let us outdoors. take the dogs. But it's, yeah. And they're kind of difficult around the public and food. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, did you want to talk about the, the internet? Oh, yeah. So, I won't get into too much detail about what this was, but... Um, I have tarot cards and I was picking them and it said I was going to have a difficult opponent or difficult situation. And then my next one was like, um, it was like literally in this order. It was like, I'm going to have to deal, like learn to deal with my own emotions and feelings. And then the next one was feeling like freedom. And I wasn't really sure what this all meant. Um, but I was a little bit scared because the first card, and I try not to get scared because I feel like that's, like, you shouldn't do tarot cards if you're going to, like, feel like it's predicting something bad, you know? That's not what tarot cards are. They're supposed to be, um, kind of help you. For me, in this circumstance, I was, like, realizing there's a reason why the world is bringing me this lesson and, like, not being scared of the lesson, but, like, like, kind of leaning into the lesson and being like, okay, what is this? Why is this happening? What is it that I need to learn from the universe? And there was someone that I haven't spoken to since high school left this like rude comment on one of my videos um, where I was showing me putting my hair extensions in. And it was just a silly video. It wasn't an ad or anything. And I actually thought I was being authentic and real because I, I tried to document me like this is what I look like, like Instagram versus reality. Like this is what I look like with no makeup. I'm always on my stories with like no makeup and my hair just in a bun. That's what I typically kind of do every day. 
And then, but I do enjoy like putting on makeup and getting kind of glammed up for photos and videos um, for my blog and stuff. And so I was showing these new extensions I got and how easy they are to put in. It just has like this little fishing wire. And um, the guy commented how this is the problem with women. Um, you know, is natural beauty isn't a thing anymore. Even your hair is fake. And this really struck a nerve with me because that's not the problem with women. I don't know what problem he's having with women that he needs to, like, think, like, he thinks that women being fake is the problem. Like, okay, actually none of my friends, I have a lot of friends and none of them wear hair extensions. And none of them really wear a lot of makeup or get glammed up like me. So I don't think that that's the problem. There's plenty of women that don't do that, if that's not what you're into. Um, but a real man, to me, doesn't care how you do your hair. Um, they they look at you like... You could be bald, <laughs> whatever. They look at you for your character, you know? Um, <laughs> like, it's just, it's um, disheartening that... Mm, to me, when a man says, like, a woman needs to look a certain way and they think that they need to publicly comment that, it's really disheartening. But anyway, the whole, there was a lot worse things that happened when this went down because I kind of called them out because, to me, if you make a public comment, you will get a public response if it's something that I feel like needs a public response. And when it's towards women in general, um... I think it needs public response because I'm women. I like my whole Instagram is for the most part for women um, and supporting women. So when you put down women for something like hair extensions, when like a lot of people have thinner or their thinner hair and their hair doesn't grow, including me, my hair like stays around the same length. And so if a woman finds that it helps give her confidence to put in hair extensions, let her freaking do it. I've used fake hair my whole life. Even when I was little, like my mom, like had this little fake hair hair tie and we put my hair in a bun and you put this fake hair hair tie around your bun and it made you look like you had the perfect little updo. And like no one ever knew it was fake and I would like rip it out and like people would be like, oh my God, your hair's so cute. And I'd go, it's fake. And I'd like show people and I've just always been the kind of person that's like, real about the stuff that I wear, you know, and do. But anyway, I think the whole process, he started kind of, you know, personally attacking me, personally attacking my followers and stuff. And, um, the whole lesson of this was just me having to deal, like, if I want to be a content creator, which is something like I'm really pursuing making more content stuff. I have to get a thicker skin and I have to be able to not let someone ruin my peace just because they have a rude comment and they're having a bad day or they had, you know, a bad experience with a woman that day. So then they're taking it out on me. I can't let those things ruin my day. And cause it really did. It ruined my day. As embarrassed I am to say, it did ruin my day and it made me so heated and just couldn't focus on anything that day. And 
Um, usually if it's like a stranger that I don't know, I'm not so, it doesn't ruin my day as much, but it was someone that I thought I was cool with in high school and I thought it always been nice to and kind of personally attacked me. So it felt very personal. Um, and I, this whole lesson was just like, you know, you know your truth and you know, and just be confident in that and don't be worried about what anyone else says because if you look at any content creators, I mean, that the stuff they deal with these days, it makes me not want to ever, like, be, like, Charlie D'Amelio famous, like, the stuff that she deals with and, like, she has paparazzi following her now. It's, like, really crazy. Um, but it's just constant you know, negative, the internet is a negative place because people are anonymous and, um, I do need to learn to just let things go and not bring attention to things because it's just going to make me more mad. And I think that was pretty much the lesson was just being confident in my own truth. Yeah. It's a long story. I'm sorry, but we're getting real here. We're getting deep. <laughs> A little bit of nuance with the nonsense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the last thing um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about for the self-improvement and psychology part of our show was um, what each of us did or, or you know uses for both in annual review or in setting goals and like kind of just planning, I'd say journaling. What, what do we use for that? What do we do? What's our process? And things to be more in touch with yourself because we're all so busy. Yeah. And yeah, not just not just planning and goals, but like, I don't know, just journaling your thoughts and stuff, I think is important. Yeah, and I think planning your goals is, is really being in touch with yourself because it's... Um, yeah, good point. It's not one Theo of actually said that in his podcast with... Jordan Peterson, like, sometimes I don't want to write, like, it's really hard for me to write my goals down because I don't want to be disappointed or feel extra pressure or that the fear of failure is kind of, like, handicaps him from even doing that. And I feel him. It's totally, like, I totally, it's sometimes I get that way with prayer. I feel like I have to be in the right mindset, and that's not how... God wants prayer to work. It's just supposed to be like, like you're supposed to pray like all the time throughout your day and just be with God. Like it doesn't need to be some formal thing. So, and <laughs> sorry, I'm going off topic, but for real, like that's how to me it is when I'm writing my goals or journaling or setting intentions or gratitude. Sometimes I feel like I have to be in some certain special mindset, but when it comes down to it, just do it, you know, just try and because you're, it gets easier once you do that. You just make yourself do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, now it's what, March, mid of March, middle of March. So we're kind of deep into the year now, but I still think it's worth setting goals. Even, I don't know, I'll, I'll probably look at mine again. But there's these, yeah, I'm, I'm going to link, set monthly I'm going to link this thing below that I used. Um, I guess it you could use it now. It still makes sense, but it's just like a free Google Docs template. Um, I'm big on, I like having stuff digitally. 
and we could probably talk about that, but it's a free template and it, it, it was the first time I did it was um, the end of last year. And you write kind of things from each moment, like each month of the year previous and you write some of the things you did well, some of the things you didn't do well. It's just this really simple template that asks you questions and it's free. Um, and I really enjoyed it and it helped. And Shaney uses a similar thing that's a, it's a physical book that I think she showed me. It's really cool. So It's a planner with a goal setting system within it, which is really nice because I think that, well, it's been proven that if your goal set, your goals are in the same book of, that you're using to set out your month and your weeks and your events, that you will look at those goals more and achieve them. <laughs> what? <laughs> the way you said it, that was just funny. <laughs> and uh, achieve them. <laughs> achieve more of your goals by seeing them all the time. That would make sense. It reminds you of them, yeah. And the cool thing about Moxie Life... You either achieve them or you're embarrassed that you didn't do them to yourself, you know? You the cool thing about Moxie Life is they have, <laughs> they have quarterly reviews, so you take this test and you kind of see what areas of your life you need to work on more. They have, like, they kind of guide you through your annual goals, setting intentions, your word of the year. And say the name again, Moxie? Moxie Life Planner. And you spell it M-A-K-S-E. M-A-K-S-E, yes. And then... They also have your monthly goals, and then you have your monthly reflections, and then you have your weekly goals as well. Um, and they have like gratitude building, they have habit trackers. It's just, it's got everything you'll ever need. Um, and I physically like writing out my goals with a pen. It feels more spiritual, it feels more like I'm constantly looking at a screen for my job because I do like social media and marketing. So, like, any time that I can't be distracted by my phone or my computer, and you know, it's more of like a meditation, meditative process and like manifestation. So I like just writing it with pen, but yeah, I can I see agree. why yeah. it's nice to have it digitally like you have, because then you can just very easily like pull it up. You don't have to bring your planner with you everywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is nice. And you can easily like copy paste it send it like to do list shopping list whatever it's just i use google docs for everything i pay like three dollars a month to have the extra storage but i what i like doing is a gratitude list every morning so it's not it doesn't really have to do with goals or ambition but um, it helps me a lot stay sane and you do the same thing yeah under each day i have a little gratitude section yeah so i'm sure you have all heard that before um, and I always thought it was kind of like, man, like obviously that's just, just whatever. It's a simple idea, but I've been doing pre pretty much every day for almost a year and a half, and it definitely has helped my life a lot. Like it's not gonna, if your life's shit, <laughs> and it you do that, it's not gonna make it like great all of a sudden. But it definitely is something that it trains your mind to think of well, things you're grateful for. So and throughout it does, the day, it makes you become. You yeah, maybe day, you become more grateful. Maybe if your life is shit, but then you start doing a gratitude where you make yourself. Maybe you think it's shit. You find yeah. and you have to find things that are good in your life. Then you realize, wow, my life really isn't shit. Like I can actually. That's a really good point. Whether if you're able-bodied and you're like, I'm thankful for my legs today, I can actually walk. And there's so many people out there that yeah. can't. And or I'm thankful for my vision today. 
Yeah, I take that back. It's it, it actually can make your life go from shit to great. It's it's so powerful. And it's the crazy it's not, thing it's is not it's, a small thing, it's a it's really powerful thing. Scientifically proven to change your brain. Like I watched a documentary on it and like these were scientific studies and there's people that you know, there's these monks and stuff, they like tracked their brain before they did gratitude and then after and like your yeah and while during like and there's your brain lights up in different ways and it I believe that gratitude completely changed my life I was talking about this on my Instagram stories the other day my word of the year about the year I met Sam was grateful um, because I tended to be to kind of look at the world like I'd been through a lot of crap, and so then I kind of dived into that and kind of played victim with my life and kind of just go, oh, I'm so, oh, I was so hard. And, um, and the year that I met Sam, I decided that my word of the year was going to be grateful, and I was going to start looking at the, the glass half full instead of half empty. See, I, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I actually... Once she met me, she knew I have to, everything is great. I actually wrote down what I wanted in a man and like my character defects and all of these different things. And then I met Sam a few months later. And then the weird thing too is I wanted to move to California and specifically Los Angeles my entire life. And I've never wrote it down. And then like I literally wrote my annual goals and two days later, Dom's calls us and says, you guys need to move in ASAP. And we decide to move in. Like, like we pretty much decided right there that we were going to. We were going to talk about it a little more. But, like, never wrote down move to California. And two days later, yeah, that, we decide yeah, to move yeah. in. I mean, you can call it a coincidence, but I think that's really crazy. And, and honestly, the year before, we also said, like, we are going to start um, – podcast and YouTube. I don't know if we did it to be said that at the beginning of the year, but like we both said we want to start a podcast together in our own YouTube channels and like wrote it down. We made it a goal and we did it. Yeah. So it definitely is And I think it's you give yourself powerful. permission to because I think with California like And honestly I also think the gratitude list can help you understand what your goals are more. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like once you know the things you appreciate in life, it's like, okay, well that's where I want to spend my time. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't usually put, Oh, I'm grateful for my TV, you know, or I'm grateful for Instagram. I've never written. I'm grateful for Instagram. Like scrolling Instagram. I actually have, well, I've put grateful for social media, which I didn't mean consuming. I meant, you know what I mean? Ability to connect. Like doing my gratitude list reminds me like to call my dad, call my brother, call my mom, like, like spend time with you like do the dishes like it, re- it like reminds me to do things like that because I don't know it just it reminds me what's important and I think the crazy thing about so moving to California I've wanted to my whole life Sam is we've wanted to ever since we met but it was kind of one of those things that like we didn't give ourselves permission to and I think when I like when I wrote it down as an annual goal I'm like it felt crazy I was like we can't do that within this year like, maybe that sh- I shouldn't write this down. Like, that's it's not going to happen this year. And then I'm going to feel, like, crappy that I wrote this down as a goal, you know. And But I went ahead and wrote it down, and then it happened. 
And it's like, sometimes you just have to give yourself permission to actually have the goal because sometimes we, we tell ourselves that we, we don't deserve it yet. You know, like I need to make more money. I need to get my debt paid. I need to, um, accomplish this, this, and this before I'm allowed to have that thing. And it's like, no, actually sometimes you can just have that thing and then you can work on, you can continue to work on the other stuff because your location matters. Like where you are matters, but, um, for your mental health or like, you know, your friends and family are here. So it matters. And to, to have to tell it, it's stupid that, you know, we do that as humans. We tell ourselves like, Oh, we can put that off. We can put that off. Um, but we all do. And so I think it's a really good reminder that give yourself like permission to have something that you don't think you need, you know, definitely, definitely. your desires matter. If well, they're for a, good, for a good reason. <laughs> I think that's it. Do you want to talk about anything else? No, I think that's good. Well, thank you so much for watching or listening until the end. Um, and make sure to now, tune in to our Instagram, Nuance and Nonsense, and let us comment and let us know if there's an episode you like. Yeah. Um, and, and also, or if you want us to interview anyone. Um, I know we normally don't say this, but... If you like or comment on the video on YouTube, it's it actually does help out a lot. So, um, cost, it costs you nothing, you know, and so I, we would really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, it shows us that you like it. So, yeah, guys, I, wa I wanted to say we'll be doing more episodes um, now that we're moved in and we're kind of settled and we can get in the routine. So, definitely more good stuff to come. We're going to interview some people here in L.A. and as well as do some Zoom interviews with some interesting people and um yeah much love thanks for thanks for watching bye guys